0: A couple hundred years ago, the only thing you had to worry about was a hangover. me you're an investigator, more or less. Today, because if you're a curse thingy, you can't sleep with anyone. i a am
1: your boss. Or else you might feel a moment of true happiness. You got already an addiction to a brooding part of life. Lose your soul. Except for
0: spoke of it, where I was nearly tortured to death.
1: Becoming again.
0: You're a demon hunter.
1: Road demon on. And kill
0: everyone. It's fucking fantastic. I love that sound. Thanks, Cornelia. I always appreciate
1: your perspective. Hello! What's up, buddy? Welcome to Ale with Angel. I'm Rex. I'm Josh. And today we are reviewing Season 2, Episode 5, Dear Boy. Dear boy! <laughs> I dare say! <laughs> get your head out of your ass and do
0: the thing... <laughs> you can do the thing. You simply won't, you lazy fuck.
1: <sighs> so here we are again. I know, right? <laughs> Still staring
0: across this table at your face. Yeah. So, to distract myself from that, (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and read a big old list of all our executive (laughs) doodle-doos. And these are all people who happen to have gone to patreon.com slash beerwithbuffy and decided to give us a monthly tribute so that we don't track them down, and I mean, so that we keep doing this podcast that they love so much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Excuse me. So, uh, these people... R. J. Sommer, Paul Dahlheimer, Christina, Lauren Jewell, Catherine Parkinson, Karen Moon, Chris Veman, Catrick J. Fur, Hilly Hilfman, Scarlett Choi, Janella Lindauer, Seemo Pinty, Meredith McCaslin, Rose Clark, C. in quotes, Heaps, Andy Burgess, K. From Gnome, Father Definestrado, and you and Dupper, and Kelly McAdams. Also, Shuby Pathic, Jesse Rain, and Carrie Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't had any beer yet. That's the problem. (laughs) Well, get on it. Way too
1: articulate. Jesus. Crackers. (laughs) We have another voicemail. Yeah. But this is. You know, unlike a lot of voicemails that we get, there's no questions or anything. It's just, you know, somebody telling us how awesome we are. And hey, I love hearing how awesome I am.
0: Exactly.
1: They (laughs) just wanted to slather us in their love.
0: (laughs) And we wanted to let them. Yes. And we're going to air it for you. So here it is. Now you get to hear it and feel a little bit sickened by it in a good way.
1: Beep. Hi, guys. This is Christy. I'm from Oklahoma. I found your podcast about two months ago, and so I listen anytime I get free time, and I don't know if you're still doing this or not, but anyway, if you are, I love it. I love listening to you guys, and rock on. Bye, guys. Well, thank
0: you so damn much, Christy. From Oklahoma. From Oklahoma. <laughs> yes, thank you so
1: very much. Uh, and, uh, Oklahoma, how do you feel about that musical? hopefully poorly. (laughs) (laughs) If she lives in Oklahoma, she probably does feel poorly about it. Yeah. You know, this actually brings up a question though. Like how many times do listeners of our podcast say, I wonder if you guys are still doing this. That just tells me that there's a lot of fucking podcasts out there who never get through the whole show.
0: I heard a fun term a few months ago, and it's really stuck with me. It applies to probably 90 and 95% of podcasts eventually will pod fade. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So many people start up a podcast because it's easy to do. And then what's not easy to do is to stick the fuck with it.
1: Podcasts appear easy to do. Yeah. They are not. Easy to do. Even though it's
0: just audio, there's still a lot of pre-production, researching, yeah, and then post-production, processing. Also, you have to have winning personalities, like me and Rex.
1: Yeah. But more importantly, you have to have fucking dedication, because this shit is fucking hard to keep up. Or at the very least, drugs. (laughs) I mean, yeah. (laughs) Uh, You know, both, usually. Like, that helps. Caffeine, alcohol a pandemic. And in my in my case,
0: doctor prescribed Adderall. <laughs> Toxic relationships that you're trying to get away from.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Past trauma, shared trauma. Yeah, shared trauma is important. The list goes on.
1: But no, it takes it requires a certain amount of staying power to be able to continue a podcast. Mm-hmm. Like we've felt burnt out a couple of times, and so I don't fault anyone for burning out.
0: I, one of my favorite podcasts, though, one of the first ones I ever started listening to was active when I started listening to it, and then they just ghosted, and I'm yeah. really upset about it, because I can't even contact them on Twitter anymore. They don't answer their Twitter page, even. Oh, that's unfortunate. I know. That's and so last unfortunate. They, last they said they were moving to the Florida Keys, and I'm just hoping they didn't, like, get sold into slavery or something. Yeah. Or, you know, murdered. Or COVID. Or died in a hurricane or something. Yeah, that got dark quick.
1: (laughs) Anyway, anyway. I'm wishing them well.
0: (laughs) Everything's fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) On that note, let's get to the fucking parental synopsis. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. We need something that gets us up. Up, 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 up. Joshua. (laughs) You want to talk to my dad to lift yourself up? No, I want you to talk to your dads to lift me up. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) What are you doing, Joshua? I think your friend Rex has the right fucking idea here.
0: It's called schadenfreude. Well, I'm surprised that you can even use a word that big, Dad. (laughs) Fuck you. You still haven't learned the value of a dollar. I'm pretty sure it's one dollar, Dad. All right, all right. What the fuck are you doing? I'm doing my job. Now shut up and trust my instincts, Dad. (laughs) Eh, sounds like bullshit. You're not going evil again, are you? Like when you were a teenager? Don't make me send you back to juvie. (laughs) I'm 36, Dad. I'd be tried as an adult, for starters. Oh, right. Well, in that case, get the fuck out of my house and you owe me rent. (laughs) Wait. Wait, Which is it? Ah, fuck it. I know you're not going to do either. (laughs) Also, I'm stuck in mom's house, not yours. I'm just visiting because I like to vary the forms of torture I subject myself to. (laughs) What? But you're not my real son. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) There's a lot of willful ignorance going around these days. (laughs) Like in this episode of Angel, where... Angel is still having trouble <laughs> sleeping and is heavily sleep-deprived now. He spots Darla in real life, though, and Cordelia and Wesley aren't convinced and prep for the worst by calling Gunn as a backup Ugh. plan to take Angel down if he turns evil again. Angel finds Darla pretending to be Dietta Kramer with an actor playing her husband, Stephen, Darla attempts to take Angel down by framing Angel for killing Stephen, thus convincing Kate Lockley, she came back everybody, that Angel has gone evil. Kate brings a SWAT team into the Hyperion Hotel to search for Angel, talks to Angel's crew who give her all the evidence she needs to move the fuck on, but she's not having it. Meanwhile, Angel has kidnapped Darla and taken her to a remote location to, I don't know, bore her to death? It any... Either way, it doesn't work. They don't come to much of an agreement on anything, and she escapes. The end. The end. Sorry, did I let too much of my opinion about the episode slip through on that? A little. Ah, oh, what are you gonna a do? A little bit. Ladies, gentlemen, spiny-headed looking creatures. Soon as the sun goes down, fow, vamp, vampire. Soon as the sun goes down, vow vamp vampire. Competition is a beautiful
1: thing. Anyway, we open up on the dark, mean streets of L.A. I'm so broody. <laughs> yes, we know. We know. Jesus. And we get a, a nice little like, quick cut scene of a bunch of background of L.A. And then we're into the hotel at Angel Investigations where we see a very, very tired very, very sleepy Angel who's just so tired he can't even reach for his tea.
0: Pseudo quote of the day right out of the gate here. Cordy says, ah, you must be all worn out from sleeping for the last three days. It's like living with the world's oldest teenager. He can't be having a growth spurt at two hundred and forty-eight, could he? Angel corrects her. Two hundred and forty-seven. Yeah, I get love it right. I love that he's keeping track. Yeah,
1: to the day. I imagine he he couldn't help it.
0: Yeah. So it turns out two hundred forty-seven is exactly accurate. Yeah. According to his tombstone from the episode where we see his old timey time tombstone.
1: It it interests me that he's calculating his age from the day he was sired, not from his actual birthday. I wonder if he knows how, exactly how many years it's been since he got his soul. Seems like maybe he should calculate his age from when he got his soul.
0: Yeah, I don't know if we have an exact date on that, and I don't feel like looking it up to uh, just this oh, moment. Oh, God, no. <laughs> but, you know, he's physically been a vampire that amount of time. I think that counts Yeah. Um, in its own way. But it also tracks that he's only counting since he was sired cuz that's where they go from in all of the Anne Rice novels and say what you like but the Buffyverse and the Anne Rice universe are very similar in how it works yeah anne rice just takes itself a bit more seriously <laughs> a bit a bit <laughs> and uh, well and i really like the way that they describe it it's like once you're a vampire everything that was human about you is completely gone and you're a completely different person. Yeah. Which is what makes it not creepy and gross that after he's after Lestat sires his mother, they become a couple.
1: That's still creepy and gross.
0: It still makes me gag and throw <laughs> up in my mouth a little bit, but if you were those vampires, you would right. understand and it wouldn't be gross, I guess. It
1: also it also kind of tracks that angel. What what was his human name? i forget oh,
0: fuck me i don't remember
1: google what are you doing google <laughs> google get out of
0: here I, you're drunk aren't you of course i'm drunk google and looks shut up and look some, find some how was was angel married or what
1: was the question what was angel's name before he was turned into a vampire liam google i apologize for my my co-worker here it
0: you drunk bastard. Your memory really sucks. You need to stop drinking. I'll tell you when I'm going to stop drinking. Be when you shut up and tell me things
1: that I ask for, when I ask for them. Anyway, the point I was going to make is that it makes sense to me because Angel does not have remotely the same personality that he had when he was Liam. Oh yeah, no. And you know
0: right. he was a child. Well yeah. He was just drunk and
1: angry and he didn't even have Google to yell at. No. I, I mean, mean That would be awful. <laughs> God, I'm I'm glad I live in the modern era. Ups and downs. Where we have downs. computers. I love computers. So anyway. Yeah.
0: Uh, Cordy and Wesley are arguing over money like they never do. Bicker 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 bicker. And apparently Uh, With all of their expenditures, including their salaries, they're financially stable through last Wednesday. And presumably this is a Thursday because they all air on Thursdays. Yes. So that would mean yesterday. Yeah.
1: Unless we have some other way of deciphering what day of the week it is. But I don't know of any. No. I find it interesting that apparently Cordelia can just summon her own visions now. (laughs) Either that or simply the threat of being
0: hit in the head with a large geeky book, <laughs> I'm sorry, nerdy book, is enough to
1: trigger a vision. That, that book would probably have weighed like 15, 20 pounds. Oh, yeah. That's a concussion book right there.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, Wesley was on to something. <laughs> so uh, Cordelia offers uh, Wesley, instead of a fixed salary, perhaps they simply pay him $10 per demon identified in his big old book. And he's like, what if I hit you right upside your fucking head with my big old book? And we see how that works. Perhaps it will trigger a vision. And indeed, lo, a vision did occur. Yeah, and she With sees... a little bit of an earthquake, if I wasn't mistaken. I, I heard, I heard a
1: rumbling anyway. Maybe it was uh, someone's stomach. I was just thinking that. I broke. was like, who's been smoking weed? Who's got the fucking munchies. Well, I would assume it would be Cordy because of the fucking headaches. Like, Yeah, she's the one that you needs to You gotta deal be, with that
0: somehow. She's the one that needs to be smoking weed. That's yeah. for fucking sure. So Angel's like, children, children, shut the fuck up. Do you have any idea how sleep deprived I am? And how goddamn broody it makes me. No idea. I think we have an idea, Angel. Yeah. You just won't shut up about it.
1: Everyone knows Angel. Everyone, ha- everyone knows. No idea. <laughs> sure, Angel. So yeah, she has a vision. Vision, of, vision, vision. Uh, some sort of mush monster. Vision, vision, vision. Mush monster, mush monster. And cultists fighting cultists. Cultists fighting cultists.
0: Vision, vision, mush monster. How do you feel about uh, mushmelon? I really uh, hate uh, the pronunciation mushmelon, but my grandpa always used that. now I was like, it's mushmelon, it grandpa. Is mush melon. <laughs>
1: or cantaloupe. Fun fact: you've probably never had cantaloupe. Are you
0: a cantaloupe
1: or a cantaloupe? It's cantaloupe. No, but also you've probably never actually had cantaloupe. I thought you were an optimist, Rex.
0: Good. Yeah, Something I, like I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I feel like that's about three degrees off topic at this point.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> okay, but I think it's an important thing that like. Most people have not had cantaloupe. real cantaloupe,
0: yeah, it's it's an exotic import that there's a clone a very similar clone of or something. i yeah. I know I know the thing.
1: Also, it's musk melon. Oh, that's right. yes,
0: yeah, you're right. Musk melon and honeydew. my bad. Sorry, guys, it's just easier to get things moving if I just start agreeing with everything he says. Oh, fuck you. Oh, you heard that. <laughs> Shit. You sent it into the microphone. I need to get a better (laughs)
1: aside camera. (laughs) Anyway, after the vision, uh, Cordy starts giving information. They're trying to figure out how to, to work it out and where it was and all this, but she didn't see an address, and she just knew that it was some sort of holy place. And the people arguing over
0: how to worship this demon, Angel jokes that that's why I rarely go to church. Nobody laughs. He's like, oh, I thought it was funny. You know, I,
1: That's one of my quotes the time because I thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> it was hilarious. And
0: you know who else thinks it's hilarious? Darla. Darla? Darla! 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 <laughs> there it is. I've been working on that. we got to get the inflection right. Yes. So, Angel nods off, and immediately, Darla is in his lap like a goddamn Great Dane licking his face. Yeah. He jerks awake, no pun intended, and helps
1: find the demon. Okay, he- we have... A guy who is an undead creature. Everybody's got a guy. Everybody knows a guy. Well, so we, we have Angel who is an undead creature mm-hmm. with a mystical soul. Soul. He fights evil. <laughs> not just any soul. A mystical soul. Well, yeah. It's. I mean, he can lose it by having a moment moment of happiness. That's mystical. It's not just any old soul. Well, he, he's got a mystical hand around the throat of his soul anyway. Yes. He fights evil. He is on the side of good. Evil people hate him. Why the fuck hasn't anybody in this fucking room thought maybe the dude with superpowers sleeping for three days straight is a little fucking weird? Yeah. And nodding they, off at random? What the
0: fuck? They're all just kind of, it's like blaming him for not getting enough sleep. It's, it seems like, oh, he's just like a teenager. It's just like
1: having a teenager. Uh. I think at this point I'd be like, hey, Angel, what's up with, something's not right. I think we need to start looking into what's wrong with you. Are you okay, buddy? How are your bowel movements? Yeah, are you, are
0: you, uh. Color, you know, consistency. Do you need vitamin D? Taste. Okay, never mind. Don't, (laughs) don't, don't taste your poop.
1: If he's sleeping so much, that means he's probably not drinking enough fucking blood, first off. For starters, (laughs) I would be fucking concerned, but they're just annoyed. Yeah, especially because they can't just, like, go see the doctor and find out if it's vampire mono. Right? I'm very annoyed with the, the direction of writing that they've taken this bit, where Wesley and Cordy seem to be perfectly meh. It's it, stupid.
0: It's very similar to the writing in Buffy when they're very dismissive of issues that Buffy is having. Yeah. And they tend not to believe her when she's making a, Okay, sure, the things she comes up with are kind of an odd assertion. And Angel does the same thing here. And they also act the same way that the Scooby gang does towards Buffy. And, you know, it's it's definitely tying the series together.
1: Yeah. and I don't know. I just... I would think... That if you had a supernatural boss who was all of a sudden acting differently, that maybe, maybe you might go, hey, something's fucking up with this. A lot goddamn sooner than they have.
0: Yeah. For fuck's sake. It's also been way too long for Angel to not tell them what the fuck is going on. But that all changes this episode. We'll get there. fucking finally because I was going to say, man, I'm really getting tired of this whole him being yeah. sleep deprived. Can they please just uh wrap that up and move on? And I think they kind of do for this episode. So, do 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 do. So, he jerks awake after he falls nods off and has a mini sex dream with yep. Darla. And he helps them find the demon. I've had that dream. <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> uh, he
0: happens to know the place where this demon is based mm-hmm. on something about convents and water yeah. tanks. It's very convenient. And he, he has a thing for convents. He has convents. a thing so for convents. Yeah. And Angel says they need some muscle, so they call gun. And Wesley's like, oh, but uh, can, can we afford gun? Call gun. He's like, oh, yes, sir, yes, sir. He's like, do what I say before I drink your life essence, you me, yes. twat.
1: He's like, oh, he is quite tired. I would, I would do what he says. Yeah, he's (laughs) very irritable. I don't want to share
0: my feelings. I don't want to open up. I want to find the guy that killed Tina, and I want to look him in the eye. Then what? Then I'm going to share my feelings.
1: Cut to convent water tank religious war. Yes, Uh, the gang show up going down quite the long flight of stairs. The hell of a flight of stairs. Yeah, and to f- see a bunch of cultists fighting each other in front of a demon. Honestly, I think the demon is just kind of enjoying the show. Right? Uh, They're all just hanging out, doing a little bit of bicker
0: bantering, watching the monks and whoever fight each other over this yeah. big, disgusting demon dude. So, uh,
1: quote of the day from Gun here, he says... My uncle Theo always said, "Never buy a dull plow, and never get in the middle of a religious war." And Cordy says, "Do you really have an uncle Theo?" No, but it's good advice. <laughs> I just like that. It is. Yeah. Don't get in the middle of a religious war. Yeah. I honestly, I would, I would put that under the, as third classic plunder. That's one of those things they should teach you in home ec. Yeah. Honestly. Home ec. Home ec. Why home ec? It Here, seems like something you'd learn in, like, history. Here's how you bake a cake. Here's how you sew up
0: a hole in your jeans. Balance don't, your checkbook. Don't get in the middle of a religious war. Yeah, I, I mean... Just common sense shit, you know?
1: I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I think we should mark that as, you know, the third classic blunder.
0: Also, lemon bars. So it was the first time I ever had a lemon bar was home ec class. Ooh, lemon mm-hmm. bars. Good shit. What were we talking about? Lemon bars. No, we're, before that. We're going like, to make lemon bars, and they're going to be delicious.
1: Oh, right. We're reviewing a show. And we're going to use them to stop religious wars. I like this plan.
0: Yeah. They're going to become lemon wars instead. <laughs> they're going
1: to be delicious wars. Inst- yeah. It's going to be great. That's way better than making lemon grenades. <laughs> when life gives you lemons.
0: Make a war about it. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> Anyway, so it's a thrall demon, yeah. which I thought sounded familiar, but apparently, no, we've this is the only episode where one ever shows up. I read it online after a very quick Google search,
1: so it must be true. Yes, I mean, that's how research is done these days. <laughs> Seriously, <though. laughs> uh, Cordy speaks too soon because she's like, Oh, at least they're fighting each other, and then the thrall demon notices them and you know, six all the cultists on them. Yep, they fight. Cordy literally just runs around in circles. I <laughs> have
0: an axe! <laughs> Angel isn't listening to Gun's cries for assistance. Gun manages to take down the
1: demon anyway, while the rest of them handle the monks. While Angel handles Ah monk, monk, singular, repeatedly in the face. Hey, you know, that's, that's not nothing. <laughs> yeah, but they have to pull him off him. Right,
0: so uh, they all fuck off. Yep. There's a bunch of groggy, dizzy looking monks wandering out of the facility with the rest of the crew while Gun bitches about Angel not being teamworky
1: enough. Uh, Wesley's like, oh, he hasn't been sleeping well lately. And Corey's like, yeah, he's a bit off his game. And Gunn, annoyingly takes the word game far too literally.
0: Yeah. He's like, since when is it a game? And I'm like, well, it's a figure fucking speech, Gun. Do
1: you speak English? Are you from the land of Merca? To be fair gun is taking this situation more seriously than Wesley and Cordy and maybe they should be listening to gun which is good because someone needs to right now because good angels fucking God angels someone pretty needs well to. out
0: of sorts definitely like
1: when your superhero is off his game something is wrong yeah there's a problem. Angel just like fucks right off. He's like, Nah, yeah, here, take the car and I just need to trail off.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I,
1: I mean, did he ride with
0: Cordy or did he just walk home? I think he just walked home. Interesting. So Angel sees a woman walk oh that's right, yeah, Derp. Because uh, in the next scene he we're sees a promenade.
1: <laughs> What's that you say? A promenade? A promenade a promenade? A Promenade. Promenade. Do you know what we'll find on the promenade? Do you know what
0: we'll find on the promenade?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you there. Are you going to buy something? I don't, I got fucking nothing. Damn, you're fucking killing me. Um. <laughs> I should have mentioned it earlier. In the next scene, Angel calls it the promenade. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I was just calling it a street market. But he specifically called it a promenade.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. Which that, is maybe. where, you know, Quark presses his gold, platinum. Yes. And. <laughs> rubs it against Odo. Ever so lovingly. If <laughs> yes, they pretend to hate one another because that's their kink. Yes. Yeah. I'm getting very upset. <laughs> that's the way I like it, Odo. Oh, yeah. You're turning me
1: into liquid. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, <laughs> I, I think we need to see if we can find some fucking uh, fan fiction of those two. Quick, Odo, get into like, the
0: super soaker. We're gonna reenact some Bukaki. <laughs> oh God!
1: There, you know there's fan fiction of those two, and I, I just kind of, I kind of want to have you read it in the in those voices. Chemical <laughs> Quark, I hated when you have good ideas. <laughs> anyway, there's no Quark and there's no Odo. There's just some clowns and a talking hot dog, and, you know. Darla, 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 Darla,
0: yes. and he just like Darla. <laughs> Pretty sure that's exactly what was going through his head.
1: Yes, and opening
0: credits, which <laughs> opens a rift in the time space continuum and sends them way back into old timey time. Yes, and whoo
1: boy, howdy! Is it some delicious timey wimey shit? Yeah, cause wibbly wobbly timey wimey shit.
0: Damn right, <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> And
1: It's the best timey-wimey shit.
0: So we're jumping all the fucking way around on the past timeline. Yep. Angel and Darla are back together. Pick a fucking lane, you two. <laughs> okay, it's before he got his soul. Yeah. Fuck a doodle-do. But not my doodle-do. No. That one's mine. Yeah. Only I get to fuck it. <laughs> um, so... Josh does not share doodle-doos. No, that's not cool, bro. <laughs> Practice safe doodle-doos. <laughs>
1: So, (laughs) (laughs) safe.
0: So, Darla has killed some asshat who was arguing with a prostitute
1: over the price. Yeah. He's fucking trying to get a discount for a prostitute. Like, come on, man. Their lives are hard enough. For Uh, fuck's uh, sake.
0: Yeah. Sex workers are one thing. Arguing over the price is super fucking tacky. Yeah. And Darla agrees.
1: Points for Darla. Yeah. Angel's Although like, she still killed the prostitute. Angel's like, so why'd
0: you kill the streetwalker? I'm sorry. <clears throat> Angel's like, so why'd you kill the streetwalker?
1: <laughs>
0: Darla's like, oh, I just liked her. And Angel's like, hi, diddly-dee, a vampire life for me. Dilly-dilly-do. Dilly and. <laughs> Darla has a gift for old angel boy yeah and it's a girl it's
1: Drusilla
0: yeah this girl my this girl sees shit and uh (coughs) squee it's Drusilla fucking love Drusilla so in the shot where Darla and whacked-out evil Angelus are stalking towards Drusilla's back while literally tripping over their slacked jaws, slipping up on their own fucking drool.
1: Yeah. It's just
0: fucking to die for.
1: They are looking at Drusilla like I look at a cheeseburger. (laughs) Seriously. You know, I couldn't quite put
0: my finger on what this scene reminded me of as they're just stalking towards her, and they're like, Oh, she's got the visions. And They're
1: not being the least bit like coy about it. She either.
0: knows what's coming, and I'm gonna have to be I'm gonna have to be all super fucking clever about how I kill her, and this is gonna be fucking great! <laughs> 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 uh, was it was it reminding me of Jack the Ripper? Or was it Jekyll and Hyde? I don't know, but that old timey shit and just his long fucked up hair and the crazy manic look on his face I- was just Epic.
1: I don't know what it's reminding you of, but I will say uh, David Boreanaz does crazy well.
0: He's gotten better at the accent. It's relatively passable at this point. Yep. And uh, But he's just loving this because he's going to have to be super devious and clever in how he hunts Drusilla because she can tell what's going to happen ahead of time yep. because she has the sights visions apparently or just
1: general knowledge of the future or- more importantly he's excited because there are three sisters all three of them are virgins oh and drusilla has the site about this is just like a box of fucking chocolates to angelus <laughs> yeah this is gonna be a good time he's yeah. excited i'm he's excited we're all excited,
0: excited. and, and he's uh, like a
1: kid in a candy store
0: absolutely <laughs> cut back to current timey time and we're back on the promenade i'm gonna get you you little troll
1: <laughs> oh, Odo. Oh, no.
0: You can get me anytime. Damn it, I said be coy. I'm sorry. I mean, uh, fuck you, Odo. God damn
1: it. <laughs> That's better. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh Yeah, Angel tries to keep up with Darla, but she loses him in the crowd. Loses sight of her and looks quite flummoxed. Yeah. Overly flummoxed. Uh.
0: I mean, can one really be too flummoxed?
1: Yes, I imagine so. Well, fuck you. I think Angel is quite quite overly too flummoxed in this episode. He seems downright
0: verklempt. I think he's absolutely the right amount of flummoxed. I mean, yeah. For how sleep-deprived he is. Don't agree with me. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> A person needs certain designer things. should can- trying to eat my friend's brains. Hey, you're a vampire.
1: Come back to the hotel. Can you imagine how fucking demoralizing it would be to sleep for three days and still feel fucking tired? Oh, that
0: would be the worst. (laughs) I needed to stop just because I've been having issues with feeling drained when I wake up.
1: Yeah, it's fucking awful. It's like, I don't need that shit. Anyway, back to the to Angel Investigations. I don't, I don't like
0: reality in my vampires. <laughs> I want some fucking
1: fantasy, damn it. Well, we got plenty of fantasy in this episode. Yay. Back to Angel Investigations, where uh, Cordy is talking with a potential client. He has a wife who regularly gets abducted by aliens. It's a thing, allegedly. I mean, he seems to fucking believe it.
0: <laughs> yeah, but he also suspects you know, reality. Occam's razor, as they say, yes. se- seems much more likely that she's cheating on him.
1: Much more likely.
0: And, uh, so quarter of the day here, he says, I trust Claire, but I found this receipt from the Franklin hotel weekend before last when she was supposed to be in the Trifid Nebula. <laughs> like, for fuck's sake. And that's when Angel comes out, and this is still part of my quarter of the day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Harold's I wrote like, down this second part. Harold says, do you think my wife's cheating on me? Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so Cordelia and Wesley walk him out and they're
1: like, oh, it's you know, he's, he's one of the greats. He's just eccentric. He's just like Sherlock uh, Holmes. Uh, Wesley says, oh, he's an eccentric. All the great ones are Sherlock Holmes, Philip Marlowe, those are fictional characters, right? Uh, you are, <laughs> which gives Angel rather a leg up when you come to think of it. And you know he's not wrong. No, I mean, although Angel technically is a fich- fictional character, he's but not they're com- in the fiction, so he's a real <laughs> character in the fiction. In the fiction. Yeah,
0: yeah, we try not to think too hard about that. <laughs> um, but and- Harold is—he's uh, not dumb. He's just no. in
1: denial. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just like
0: everybody else in this fucking episode. No
1: shit. Cordy starts lecturing Angel about how he treats his clients, and you know, she's kind of not wrong. They need money. He's kind of ignoring that they need money. Yeah. Uh, and, but you know, I don't. I can't fucking blame him because he, you know, hasn't slept really. And then Angel finally notices how much he loves the
0: smell of Cordelia's hair, and he's he's really going for it. She's yeah. like,
1: "Whoa, personal bubble, <laughs> fucker." And then. And then he finally fucking tells them about the dreams.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: dude, you're like a month late on this shit.
0: It is a boot fucking time. Because Wesley comes in. He's looking like he's ready to go. I'm about to go mono y mano with you, Angel. I was suspecting him to be defending Cordelia's honor like he was, you know, paying attention to what was happening or something. How dare you sexually assault my coworkers? I shall fight you now, even though you'll clearly kill me in only (laughs) a moments notice. Um, Either that or fighting over losing a customer, which is what Cordelia was upset about. Uh, who knows or cares which? You know, just stand up for something. But then he droops like a poorly watered ficus and he's like, Was it something I did? <laughs> a poorly watered ficus. Yes, yeah, or a flaccid penis, <laughs> whichever you will. And uh, I like poorly watered ficus. There I'm you a go. Fan. Excellent. So Angel finally tells them about yeah. Darla. Oh,
1: God. Way over fucking do Angel. Yeah. Again, why is the fucking problem that the goddamn people who rely on each other for their safety are fucking communicating? Let me try this again. You missed your
0: cue. And Angel finally tells them about Darla. Darla? 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 Darla! There it is. Fucking Darla! So Way overdue. Way (laughs) fucking overdue, Angel. God damn it. So Wesley's like, No, it's not possible. You're crazy. Angel's like, I'm not crazy. I saw her right behind the clowns and the big talking hot dog. (laughs) Wesley's like, I like hot dogs. And Cordelia's (laughs) like, Ah, guilt, you broody old dog. You know how you love guilt. That's what it is. You're just guilt. You feel guilty that you killed your sire. And he's like, I think I'm Dreaming about her because she's here. And Wesley's like, or maybe
1: you think she's here because you're dreaming about her. (laughs) And Uh, this is a perfect example of like, why the fuck? Come on. Obviously something's been wrong with him for a while. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. (sighs) Listen to him? Maybe your boss could be under attack by all the evil people who fucking hate him.
0: (laughs) Supernatural things don't happen. That's just crazy.
1: <laughs> hey, Wesley, you uh, you work for a vampire.
0: No, sir, I don't like it. <laughs> Cut over to the uh, to the Gerba
1: Thump Thump. Yes, Gerba Thump Thump. Lindsay and Darla having a uh, deep conversation. Yeah, which just uh, t- to catch anybody up, if we haven't actually said it
0: in a while... Is Wolfram and Hart. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, Gerba Come on. At this point, if you're listening, you know all our in jokes, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, for for people that aren't listening. I hope people aren't, like, starting mid-fucking-season.
0: Sometimes I pick a random episode because uh, you can't necessarily judge a podcast by its first or most (laughs) recent. Please, God, don't judge our podcast by its first first episode yeah actually if we could get an opinion on that what did you all think of our first episode give us a call at 269-743-0783 i'm afraid
1: to go back and listen to it
0: (laughs) i'm actually really looking forward to it one of these days i'm gonna sit down and just binge all of us and it's gonna be a ride
1: like the first like binge the first season
0: no the whole fucking thing really
1: uh i i don't think i'll be able to for years
0: well it's I'm not going to binge it all in
1: one fucking sitting. Well, yeah. Obviously. It's going to take a while. <laughs> we have a lot of hours of doing this shit. Oh, yes. Anyway, this scene, I most, my notes are more or less blah, blah, blah. Darla doesn't like Angel. Uh, cryptic, cryptic, cryptic. They hate each other. They're evil. They want to make Angel evil. All right, let me sum up that. Eating eyes. Darla's like,
0: ah, ha, 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 I've got him right where I want him. And Lindsay's like, Yes, you've done excellent work. You're a genius, you're a wonderfulness. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty amazing. Good. Keep working on him till he goes dark. I want this bastard like I want my coffee evil with a big dick <laughs> yeah it must be hard not having a hand hey can i fiddle fuck with your fake hand oh you can fiddle fuck with whatever you want sweet pea so uh he uh he betrayed you huh must be rough meh everyone betrays you i just regret the shoulda coulda woulda's. you know
1: fucking broody do-gooders god i could eat his eyeballs Proving once and for all that Darla is quite unreasonable. Yeah. And this Be- is,
0: uh, well, okay, you know, I don't, spoiler alert, and this is her as a human. Yeah. Which, you know, plenty more to talk about that later. Anyway, he's like, hey, don't let me stop you, babe. And she's like, you're fun. And he's like, I'm very interested in Angel, like everyone else.
1: Yeah, we know you are. I'm, I'm disappointed you missed my, my joke. Uh, I don't don't think I did. What was it? She's being unreasonable. She wants to eat his eyes.
0: (laughs) I mean, no one's going to eat your eyes. (laughs) I did miss your joke. (laughs) I was really proud of that. If you open up the door, we'll all come inside and eat your brains. (laughs) But not your eyeballs. Really, just your brains.
1: (laughs) Anyway, um, um, to the LAPD! The Lapida! <laughs> Where Kate! Woo, she's back! I, so, I'm a little mad at a fan, because one of our fans posted about this specific thing that that she's gonna come back. Just
0: before we recorded and found out. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, we spoil the show for you, not vice versa. Yeah. Do you mind?
1: <laughs> no, no. I I'm not giving the fans shit. Like post don't, shit. Don't like,
0: be Don't be too hard on them. No, God, no.
1: It's it's I'm cool,
0: just... but for future reference, <laughs> please. The, the downside for, is for our sake no spoilers
1: yeah the, the downside is is they don't know our recording schedule they don't know that yeah. we didn't record this episode before talking about it and also we'll specifically say hey give us a call if we want to know about a thing yeah
0: otherwise it's a rhetorical question
1: yep <laughs> yep but yeah so kate's back uh she still chases bizarre and weird shit she's been basically ostracized from the lapd and uh She's been like demoted or something, I guess I, I don't think she's been demoted, but this
0: this ass hat that comes by her desk, most importantly, he gives her a file telling her that angels moved to the hotel, so she has that information now, but he's a just a huge dick. She's like, "Hey, you never write, you never call. I thought we were <laughs> friends." and he's like, "Yeah, well, you're weird, but you do the offbeat cases and you're always listening to your scanner being diligent and good at your job and asking the difficult questions what did you think they were gonna promote you and i'm like man you are a
1: dick yeah fuck you (laughs) and then he helps her out he specifically mentions that a mutual friend of theirs gave him this information to give to kate so he's just the delivery boy and I just want to know, like, I suspect that the mutual friend, hard air quotes, is Wolferman Hart. Oh yeah, I they, think they do that kind of stuff. They specifically wanted to sick Kate on Angel. Yeah, because like obviously, well, because That's, why, that's has... why they set him up later.
0: Who? What? Well, it was the guy that dies that specifically was using Kate, or was it Lindsay?
1: I don't remember.
0: I want to actually I think it was Lindsay. It was the one where Angel goes in wearing a suit and Lindsay used Kate to set up Angel. And they they just keep using Kate as a pawn to fuck over Angel. And then she's uh, kind of blindly
1: going in to, to fight their fight. Yeah. She's not thinking through what the fuck is
0: going on. And this way she's not knowing that it's Wolfram and Hart. So she's falling into it even easier this time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he's completely mocking her for being interested in offbeat cases because he assumes it's because she wants a promotion and not because she has fucking integrity. Right. Projecting much? Judging by your uncomfortableness, I would say you're either about to ask me out on a date or you need a favor. see, the thing about detectives is they have resumes and business
1: licenses and last names. Pop stars and popes, those are the one names.
0: Whatever, she knows where Angel lives now. Cut back to the hotel that is
1: definitely not in the Trifit Nebula. Right. <laughs> Cordy's doing some undercover work. Uh, Wesley and Angel are staking out, and they have a bug on the, the client's wife.
0: Cancel the plans. They've got spy tech.
1: Her secret liaison lover wants to probe her. Yeah. He, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to probe you.
0: I'm going to probe you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> let's let's go up to the hotel room and do some probing.
0: I get abducted when the mood strikes me, and it hit me really hard. As soon as Harold <laughs> left work, well, I'm going to have to do an anal probe or some
1: shit. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, wow. All righty. Yeah, but Angel very quickly is just kind of done with this bullshit. Very quickly. out's you, their investigation?
0: He, he just says, fuck it, and walks up to her. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. We've been spying on you, and you're an idiot and a bad person. <laughs> also, your husband knows, so go tell
1: him and leave him or whatever. I don't care. Bye. <laughs> Can we just say, though, that it takes some fucking guts, some real guts to be like, well, honey, I get abducted by aliens. <laughs> yeah. Like, holy shit, that dude is gullible
0: and he must really love her or just really be in denial it's probably an extraordinarily toxic relationship because he actually looks into it it's like oh my god honey you're being abducted by aliens that's terrible (laughs) um like i want to be like he's a good man but he's also trapped in a bad situation regardless if you're willing to believe something like that without
1: any evidence Shame on her for taking advantage of that man's gullibility and stupidity.
0: Yes, absolutely. Like, shame on her, mostly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fool me also, once, shame on me. Fool me twice, uh, uh, we're not going to get fooled again.
1: <laughs> God damn it, what is that from?
0: Bush. George, oh, yeah, you're right. George W.
1: Bush. Yeah. <laughs> Direct anyway, quote. Angel sees Darla and confronts her. But it's not Darla. Maybe don't attack a person in fucking broad daylight in a public place. Well, she's playing dumb, and
0: God, she does it really well. Claims she's married, and his name is Steven, and
1: he's getting the car. and... And the thing is, is she's not lying exactly. She's got a really good...
0: Uh, Fake identity worked
1: up here. She's got a wallet
0: full of credit cards and identification. She can even run into the daylight without
1: bursting into flames. Yeah. That bitch. Apparently (laughs) she's fucking human. (laughs) I did not remember this, nor did I see it fucking coming. I know, right? Even Angel was surprised (laughs) that she's human.
0: But it makes perfect sense. Yeah. They resurrected her. Of course, she wouldn't come
1: back as a vampire right like they would have to resurrect her body but her body was destroyed therefore like actually this brings up a really good question hmm so if a vampire is a body that is in that is essentially a type of possession by a specific kind of demon mm-hmm. you know cuz they say oh you die and a and a demon sets up shop in your body that's what a vampire is then who is darla i don't
0: particularly recall that's always what i thought it was too but now that i think of it i can't remember the direct quote or roundabouts where they say that and they specifically went out of their way to say that the episode where Willow's like and i think i'm kind of gay and they're like Well, who you are as a vampire has nothing to do with who you are as a human. And Angel's like, ah, about that. (laughs) That kind of really dispelled a lot of my argument that you just made about, uh, well, but you're possessed, you're a body possessed by a demon without a soul at that point. And I think it's not so much that you're possessed by a demon so much as you've simply lost your soul. And that's what a vampire is.
1: Lots of questions. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But suffice it to say, She's alive! And well fuck. <laughs> now what, Angel? And I think Angel has an idea. you know what that is, Josh? I don't know what that is, Josh. Ange- <laughs> Rex. Angel's idea is to go fucking crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't mind if I do! woo!
1: <laughs> 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 no beer and dv make <laughs> homer, homer go something something go crazy go crazy don't mind if I do. there you go <laughs> simpsons reference for everybody
0: <laughs> anybody from our generation
1: should I also appreciate that i also think of that anytime anybody says go crazy <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um, yeah, she runs outside into the daylight and meets her purported husband named Steven, who's like, oh, my God, honey, are you OK? And she's like, oh, he's chasing me. This is so terrible. And it's, so it seems fairly legit in the moment. Yeah.
1: And, and hotel security chases them out. Yeah. They, they get back to Angel Investigations. Wesley and Angel, Cordy. Angel Investa Hotel I like it. Yeah. There it is. Uh, Wesley and Cordy think Angel is losing his goddamn mind. Cordy's like, oh my god, how embarrassing. This is one of those moments where there's no fucking rational reason that these two fucking characters would think that Angel is bullshitting them. But they're like, oh, maybe you've lost your mind. Other than that's just how good of an
0: actress Darla is. And also, they don't know what she looks like. So... Uh, Wesley's like, well, at least we know it wasn't her because she is definitely human. Now we can just put this old bed and everything will be right as rain. Don't worry. We're friends. No one's judging you. Cordelia's like, yeah, you're crazy and you need professional help. (laughs) Angel's like, no, it's her. Definitely. I smelled her. You couldn't possibly. (laughs) You had sex last night with a bleached blonde. Oh, dear. (laughs) I know, right? Go Wesley. Who'd have thought you'd ever get laid? Good job Wesley. But yeah go Wesley and go bleached blonde Wesley's a catch. yeah
1: I mean come on uh and he's a sexy rogue demon hunter a very
0: very sexy man do you do you know how sexy I am Do you <laughs> Oh dear Angel makes them look up Dieta and Stephen Kramer's house while he fucks off to pursue other avenues cut to Caritas.
1: Caritas. and oh oh the cringe Josh oh my. Like, okay, we've heard Angel attempt to sing before. Everybody was Wang
0: Chung fighting. That's how the song goes, right?
1: I don't yeah, know. Pe- well, Angel doesn't know. I uh, <laughs> I don't really know either. Angel's singing, Everybody Have Fun Tonight, and he does not know the words. And for some reason, when he doesn't know the words, he keeps looking away from the fucking teleprompter. Yeah. That is not how you manage karaoke, buddy. <laughs> And eventually he just
0: turns off the prompter and says, I'm so sorry. And you should be, Angel. You You fucking should be. Um, And you know, with my acting background, one of the number one rules of performance is never apologize. But you know what? There's an exception to every fucking rule. Yes. This is one of them. This is unquestionably (laughs) one of them.
1: And uh, so and honestly, I took it as David Boreanaz apologizing to us <laughs> because he should. Yeah, and sh- how dare the creators of this show make us listen to that long a take? very sorry, Josh and Rex, that they made me
0: sing a second time. I fucking told them no, and they just don't respect boundaries. He probably did tell them no. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, Lauren, now fucking tell me what's up.
1: And, you know, eventually tell me what your name is that I shouldn't know yet. And Laura's like, actually, I'm not going to tell you anything, but I am going to tell you stop doing what you're doing.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa there, Sparky. I need way more booze for this dumpster fire. <laughs> and Angel's like, I will kill you. And he's like, ah, shucks, don't threaten me with a good time. Now just stay away from Darla and you'll be fine. And he's like, but I don't want to. And so he doesn't. Yeah, he's like... Tell me where she is, Joker. I mean, I'm Batman. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell me where Lauren she is.
1: does, in fact,
0: look like the Joker. <laughs> A little bit. I was just mentioning it, yeah. <laughs> That's not even where I was getting that from. That was very derivative. Oh, Lauren's like, la, 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 la. I'm not telling you where she is. Now drink up, big boy. You're going to need it. And slaps his ass. Because, boy, he wants some of that. Don't we all? And, Can't uh, blame him. Since he can't get the location from Lorne, he calls up Cordy and gets the address from her instead, which, you know, why didn't he just fucking try that? And I guess he needed to try other things. Well, yeah,
1: and he I think he wanted more from Lorne than just... Where the fuck is she?
0: I know, right?
1: I think he fell back on where the fuck is Darla when Lauren's like, "I'm not telling you anything." Exactly. I think
0: that attraction is—it's uh, more two-way than it <laughs> here. right? Yeah. So he gets the he gets the address of Darla's fake house from yep. uh, from Cordelia.
1: I can hold a note for a long time. <laughs> Actually, I can hold a note forever, but eventually, that's just noise. It's
0: the change we're listening for.
1: A note coming after and the one
0: after that. That's what makes it music. And cut back to Legation of yes. an- angels. And uh, quote of the day right out of the gate here. Cordelia just finished telling Angel where the address is. And Wesley's like, you really stood up to him. Next time I talk to him, I won't weenie out like you, Wesley. Cordelia says, don't start with me, and if I sound like that, shoot me. As he pulls out a tranquilizer <laughs> gun, she joked. <laughs> it was uh, it was well timed.
1: You know they question whether or not the tranquilizer gun's going to do the job, which you know that's smart. And um, they Wesley- decide they have
0: to call gun. Wesley decides of his own volition this time to call yes. guns,
1: regardless of the budget. I like that he pulls out a gun, and then he calls the gun.
0: Oh my god, just the word budget <laughs> fills my brain with dopamine, because I just got done playing Budget Cuts, <laughs> which is a VR game, and I've already got Budget Cuts 2, and god, it's an amazing game. If you have VR or access to it, play it, it's great.
1: Over and out. Anyway, on to Kramer's house. But you know, not that Kramer.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Jerry. I've got a crazy idea. <laughs> What's with all these crazy ideas?
1: <laughs> anyway.
0: Cut to Darla's fake house. Angel yeah. spies through the window as Darla and an actor fake being married.
1: Yeah, Angel does a little bit of pe- peep-a-tom. Oh, you dirty, dirty boy.
0: <laughs> Darla threatens to kill the annoying actor if he doesn't shut the fuck up about not being interested at all. Oh, and actors I, let me tell you such a clueless little dweeb yeah don't get me started uh, this, <laughs> I, I mean, I this makes you, me glad okay. that i didn't try to go off and pursue acting <laughs> it's like it may have been a rough run for me <laughs> otherwise but at least i didn't turn into that you know anyway she's got Lindsay on the horn via an earpiece and yes. oh boy spy tech and he Lindsay's putting things in motion
1: yes
0: darla's like hurry up and the actor's like wait what <laughs> okay shutting up because you know <laughs> he doesn't want to lose his balls
1: yeah and th- there's a guy standing in the background too that's important for later
0: yeah he looks like secret service yeah but he's out of view angel doesn't see him correct
1: Again, important for later. <laughs> and then uh, cut back to Angel Investigations, where uh, Wesley has a lot of precautionary measures in case Angel goes bad. Not to worry, gun, Of course, this is all precautionary nonsense. Clearly,
0: we trust Angel with our lives. <laughs> Until we don't, because he's gone evil. <laughs> Which he doesn't do very often, <laughs> I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Only like almost once a season. Um, Excuse me? Oh, right, we forgot to tell you. He's kind of the evilest motherfucker to walk the planet. Unless he has a soul in him. And, oh, right, his girlfriend might be back. ha But no worries. Cordelia's like, we just can't figure out how Darla could be back. Maybe she's a cat demon and has nine lives or something. (laughs) Gun, the poor bastard, is like, so how bad could this get? Well, let me tell you. Well, Gun very bad cut to a church in old timey time yes church it's pretty bad oof we're all fucked (laughs) which reminds me so my super religious christian grandma oh god (laughs) uh, my last remaining grandparents clearly thinks i'm a huge heathen and judges me greatly constantly And I just got her to agree to read The God Delusion by Richard Dawkins (laughs) because she was trying to push this bullshit generic heathen converter book on me called The Reason for God, written by some asshat preacher who knows who cares. And I look forward to giving you all updates on how that goes.
1: (laughs) I suspect
0: that I will never read that book because she will never read my book. Right. And if she doesn't, I'm not going to fucking bother reading her book. Right. Thanks for caring about my immortal soul or something, Grandma. Yeah. But, you know, I don't try to make you an atheist. Stop trying to make me a Christian.
1: Yeah. That, uh, anyway, that's a whole goddamn bag of cats conversation. I don't really want to fucking have on the goddamn podcast.
0: So, church. Angel, yeah. Angel and Darla <laughs> are going at it and
1: circle jerk themselves for how evil they are. Uh, specifically it's a convent where according to Angel they're also known as cookie jars. Cause they're just full of nommies. <laughs> right. Nom, 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 nom. And still is there. Still yes. human. Hasn't still <laughs> human, but a lot less sane. Yeah. So this is after Angel has killed her whole entire family in front of her and driven her insane, but before they turn her into a vampire.
0: Angel, you haven't killed her yet? Oh, just her entire family. A deadly, deadly, no. I sucked the Lucky Charms right out of their <laughs> intestines, you
1: did. And then I danced a jig on their corpses. And then they decide that they're going to have sex in front of her. Yay. And then we kill her? No, and then we make her live a forever.
0: <laughs> I am I'm not sure I get where you're going with this, Angelus. <laughs> Because that's eternal torture. (laughs) Don't you get it, lass? (laughs) Am I learning it? Uh, Yeah. Oh, Angelus, you're about to make me extremely jealous and hate you. (laughs) Let's fuck in front of her, though. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. So things are going great for Darla. I think this is kind of, you know, the downward spiral of their relationship. A little bit. The last nail in the coffin really was him getting his soul. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't think... I think this is a good ways before he gets
0: his soul, because, like... Oh, yeah, because he's still got to turn Drusilla, and then he's still got to turn Spike at some point. I know we get that story somewhere down the
1: line. Then the four of them need to, you know, rampage across Europe. Like, that's a whole thing. Yeah, this is a fairly
0: early on in er, in Angel and Darla's relationship. Yeah. So, anyway, they have a good fuck over how evil that is. Oh, I'm so evil. I wouldn't even help an old lady with too many parcels. I wouldn't.
1: No, I don't think he would at all. No. I think he'd eat her. (laughs) Evil. I think he would eat her after banging in front of her. Back to the fake Darla house. Darla's fake house. Darla? Darla? Darla! Darla? Darla!
0: Darla! You heard me.
1: Oh, all right. (laughs) So
0: Darla runs into the kitchen (laughs) and yeets her plate onto the floor. (laughs) I fucking love (laughs) this. Just the second she's through that fucking archway, she completely drops the act. Well, she's getting impatient, clearly. And uh, you hear the plate shatter and she's like, Lindsay, can we move on with this shit yet? And Lindsay's like, that is an excellent question. I'm so glad you asked me that. And the answer is,
1: yes. Yes. (laughs) And I think she just really, really, really wanted this actor to fucking die. <laughs>
0: oh, well, she knew she needed him just for a few more minutes. Yeah. So she picks up the phone, calls the police, and she's like, oh my God, there's this man outside watching me and he's stalking me. Oh God, no, he's breaking in and he's going to kill us. Oh no, I don't like this. <laughs> <I> oh, <hope> you know. <laughs> <don't. laughs> And their Wolfram and Heart security guard vampire eats the actor playing Steven. Angel playing right into her hand just smashes the large question mark box above his head, which dispenses a can of Kool-Aid, thus transforming him into oh fuck it. He kicks in the door and goes running into the kitchen <laughs> to find Darla acting her face off better than Nicholas fucking cage himself. <laughs> crying over steve and yelling at angel as if he did it was the one that murdered steve
1: and that just then the cops show up which is absolute pure horse shit by the way uh excuse me this is obviously a very rich white neighborhood they were waiting around the goddamn block
0: that was my only caveat (laughs) unless this was a rich neighborhood and there it is You know it. You know it. (laughs) Because there's no other way the police have that good of a fucking response time. Especially because there's a lot of them. Yeah. It's practically a goddamn SWAT team that comes through. (laughs) Seriously. So, they shoot at Angel. He almost looks like he's about to, you know, put his hands behind his head and get down on his knees. But he runs for it. Takes (laughs) a few bullets to the back.
1: Yeah. You know, that's fine. And Barely uh, hurts.
0: he just kind of swooshes up into the attic like, But! (laughs)
1: And they're like, oh, he's on the roof. And then they see him jump down out the back window. And they go running outside. Cut to a little later. Oh, yeah. Outside. Yeah. Darla's playing it up with Kate real nice
0: and innocent-like. Yep. But, officer oh my they shot him how did he get away oh dear i told him to stop and he just wouldn't oh it was so terrible how he murdered my husband with his big rippling muscles just terrible and his face Oh my, whatever was wrong with it? He's been following me and calling me by my given name, Darla, but he just wouldn't believe me when I lied and said it had legally changed (laughs) and it is just going to drive him crazy. Oh, officer, can't you just tell how
1: distressed I am? (laughs) And Kate's response is. Why yes. Why, yes, I can.
0: Seems legit to me, little lady.
1: <laughs> Allow me
0: to just turn this way, only a couple of feet away from you now. So that Angel can
1: Batman the fuck out of you. <laughs> Alrighty, gosh,
0: I sure hope Angel doesn't. <laughs>
1: Yoink. That is unquestionably Batmanning the fuck out of someone. Oh yes. <laughs> she got Batman. And she liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping for some demon fighting tonight, but I wound up with a delivery job instead. If I come back here on the end of a spatula, I'm expecting some serious workman's comp. I'm just messing with y'all. Cut back to Angel Investigations, where uh, Gunn is completely understandably a bit upset about not having been informed about Bad Angel. He's still adjusting. Yeah. And they they try to have a laugh where
0: he says, there's nothing I respect more than loyalty, but if he comes in evil, I will kill him in two seconds flat. And I, I think they were going for the
1: juxtaposition of yes. the statements there, but it didn't really land. Right. Yeah. The door bangs open and he like pulls out a stake like he's about ready to kill Angel. Yeah. Swat, but it's not Angel. SWAT
0: team barges through the door and somehow don't shoot the black man quickly pulling something from his back pocket. I'm impressed. I know, right? That's some self-restraint right there. Because, you know, it's just a wooden stake. But yeah. You know, they mistake
1: cell phones for guns all the time. <laughs> they mistake somebody sleeping in their bed for, you know, wielding a gun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow.
0: We could go too many places. Oh, yeah. Right now. So he puts away the stake and Kate proceeds to bully them all into giving up Angel. But then Cordelia and Wesley join Kate in her poorly chosen weak actors pose of folded arms as a yeah.
1: nonverbal way of conveying that they won't talk. You guys want to help yourselves out here or go down with the boss? Fold arms. Well, obviously, Not. loyalty, Kate. Uh, come on. Yeah. Come on. Did you really think that would work? Do you
0: mind? Like, have they committed <laughs> any crimes? Not even angels technically committed any crimes here. But, you know, it sure looks like he has, I suppose. Well, he <laughs> might
1: have, like... He's probably it committed looks
0: like he maybe murdered somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So, Kate, of course, turns to the black man and runs his ID for priors. Yeah. Maybe
1: we won't shoot you, but we'll assume you're a criminal. I mean, they weren't wrong. No, they
0: weren't, but, you know. But that's just because he's poor and black, so he gets singled out a lot. Yeah. And cut back to the old convent, water treatment plant, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Where Angel's like, okay, quit playing dumb Darla. Now I'm just going to rip your shirt open and make you talk screaming I'm optional biting oh honey there's <laughs> nothing to scream about
1: <laughs>
0: and sexy time ensues
1: yeah i mean nearly quite nearly right? i honestly was surprised it didn't go there cuz it really looked like it was going there
0: oh well you know there's there's some heavy petting and, and kissing yeah but you know they don't they don't quite get down and dirty or anything but Cut back to the hotel where Kate is like, all right, (laughs) fuckers, how are you going to explain all this shit? He stalks a woman, breaks in and kills her husband and he's not evil. Oh,
1: bitch, please. And Wesley's like, Kate tells them how what happened and Gunn points out that Angel's a vampire. So if that was a normal fucking house with normal fucking people... He couldn't have gotten into the house. But yeah, then, but then Wesley, Wesley does pull out the picture of Darla. And what the fuck did he call that? It is a, da, uh, God damn it, I'm, I'm going to fuck up the pronunciation. Dacofekagram or da, something? No, a dagorotype, which is a uh, very early precursor to photographs. Oh, uh, okay. Looked like a picture to me. I mean, it, it it is a photograph, but it like the process was exceptionally labor intensive. I believe it. So he's like, here's this picture of Dalla. Look familiar? And Kate's like, conjecture
0: and say.
1: <laughs> but it does kind of look like you're from a certain I'm, angle.
0: Okay, um, I mean, you might have a point, but fuck you, you're lying. But they have
1: different hair, <laughs> and she's wearing
0: a mustache.
1: But was she? No, like. A really hokey disguise, fake mustache.
0: And look how big that nose is. Yeah.
1: And glasses.
0: (laughs) Somebody compare this to Mr. Potato Head. Aha! (laughs) A perfect match. (laughs) Uh, Cut back to the uh, uh, building that was a convent. Something.
1: I just noted it as the previous layer. I don't know. Yeah. Uh,
0: But make out, make out, make out. Angel's like, okay, that's enough making out. What's the matter? That bony little bitch, Buffy? No, you just don't do it for me. <laughs> <God> damn it.
1: <laughs> if there was any moment where I wish this was partially videotaped, <laughs> that expression right there.
0: That was excellent. <laughs> is it number one or number two? I just want to know how much time I have.
1: <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> well, his his point is quite valid because he's like, I couldn't have loved you that way because I didn't have a fucking soul, right? Yeah. Oh, we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, he. So he's like,
0: uh, all right. So what's the plan? You fuck me, and I go evil, and Dara's like, I mean. And he's like, lame. Also, you have a soul now and you never made me happy. Liar. We had such evil times together, Angel. (laughs) How could that not make you happy? And God, there's just so much willful ignorance going around in this episode. Anyway, Angel's like, meh. And she's like, you just had old cow syndrome. <laughs> old cow syndrome. That's it. That's basically what she said. I mean, she didn't say old cow syndrome, but she's like, you just liked Buffy because she was new. That's old cow syndrome. Oh, yeah. There's. I learned that from a movie, but I forget what the movie was called. So there it is. Look yeah. it up or don't. <laughs> I don't care. I, I threw it on the ground because <laughs> I'm an adult. <laughs> My dad's not a cell phone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Angel keeps hammering home here that he thinks that she's about to feel guilt any moment now. Like he's trying to summon her feelings of guilt that she's going to be all sad about the actor who died.
0: He also takes a moment to try and win her over and turn her back to the good side. It's, It's very Luke fights uh what's his tits um vader darth vader yeah (laughs) brain fart you know it's like (laughs) you have a second chance just like i got darla well don't mind me whilst i shit all over that you big broody bastard i know you're evil that shit isn't learned you're born with it to be fair she kind of has a point Uh, a little bit yeah And uh, when he's without a soul, he's one of the evilest fuckers out there, which doesn't make him innately evil, in my opinion. That just makes him smart, because the soul is what makes you good or evil. Yeah. He's just clever and doesn't care about good or evil when he doesn't have a soul.
1: Right. Yeah, That makes sense.
0: Yeah. Made sense to me. There's nothing so
1: lovely as dreams. Everything's in them. Everything hidden. Open those chambers and you can truly understand
0: someone.
1: And control them. Yeah, back at the hotel. Yep, where the, the cops are finishing up and they're going to be heading out and Kate lectures them about innocent people getting caught in the crossfire. Yeah, um, which, you know, it's not entirely wrong. But it's also not angels doing that innocents are in the cross. like for fuck's sake there are demons out there i mean you're it's while it's not entirely wrong
0: she is still entirely wrong i so she's like well just as i suspected all your evidence and logic is hearsay and conjecture and they're all like bitch (laughs) surely if you simply follow the evidence you will find the people that really killed Steve and bring justice to harmed innocents she's like you know what you don't get is that all these battles of good and evil are getting people caught in the crossfire innocent people like Steve I'm like but that's the point they literally just made yes is other people are killing innocents not them. It's not happening because of them. No. It's just getting exposed because of them. Kate. Fucking. I really love Kate, but. Fuck this. A cab. A cab. Yeah. God damn. Did I tell you I. Wilf, willful ignorance coming out of her asshole here. Yes. Cut back to the convent. Yeah. The broodiness. The next day at the convent. I mean. It's suntime. It's, it's uh, the sun's up. It's everything. dawn now. The, yes, the sun is up. Angels, all the broodiness is coming for you, darling. You're gonna be sad like me. It's coming to get you. <laughs> it's gonna get you. The, the guilt's gonna get you. You're gonna be guilty. The broodiness. <laughs> <laughs> She's like. Ugh, yeah, right. I'm, like, (laughs) so super evil, even with a soul. Like, you have no idea. He's like, I'll kill you. And she's like, nuh-uh. He's like, yes, (laughs) hon. And she's like, you're so going to miss my sexy smexies. Snakey dreams. (laughs) (laughs) Such a snake. I knew you were going to fucking go there. Sneaky sneaky snake. So sexy. I'm a sexy
1: snake. So he grabs her neck like he's going to kill her. She holds him off with a cross. (laughs) You're
0: right. Here, let me choke you out one more time for old time's sake. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah. how do you feel about crosses to the chest? God still hates you no matter how goody two-shoes you are, but I still love you in a
1: weird, (laughs) fucked-up, toxic way. (laughs) (laughs) And then she runs off into the sunset, and he cannot follow.
0: It's more of a sunrise, really. Okay. You know,
1: it's the sun, whatever. into the Uh, sun.
0: Stranding angel there in this water treatment plant or whatever the fuck it is for probably the day. Yes. Unless he can find some sewers. Which, Which I imagine. He let's can. be honest. Of course he can find some fucking yeah. sewers. He's like a fucking ninja turtle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we cut back to Angel Investigations, probably the next night. Time has passed. Knock knock. <laughs> hey, are you evil?
0: <laughs> no. Splendid. We never lost hope. <laughs> oh my, what's this gun doing in my hand? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cordy,
1: why did you put this gun in my hand? How
0: dare you? (laughs) Gun's like, hey, what am I doing in your hand, bro? (laughs) (laughs) New pocket-sized gun. (laughs) I imagine him going
1: pew, pew, pew. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'm going to kill him so fast if he goes evil. (laughs) With my help, all I have to do is squeeze your crotch like so. (laughs) Oh, yeah, they'll get somebody killed. (laughs) Probably Wesley. They'll get somebody killed real fast, (laughs) Wes. Anyway, they're like, so, you know, bad shit's coming, right? Bring it on.
1: Yeah, there's going to be a lot of trouble. And I say, bring it on. It's
0: going to make me so sad and broody. Kirk. Gar-arg.
1: Is this for me? I must be ready. I need my strength. Give, 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 give me more. Tonight, I
0: shall give walk in. Hold on. You've got something in your eye. How'd you feel about this episode, Rex?
1: It was fast. Like, yeah. When it got to the end and all of a sudden the credits rolled, I'm like, Holy shit! What that was fast. It was kind
0: of dialogue and action heavy, so it like, didn't require as much note taking. No, and it was a fairly straightforward plot.
1: And the editing was fast paced, like that we didn't linger too much anywhere. Yeah, like there there were a couple of moments where it lingered a little too much. Like for fuck's sake, they really didn't have so need to have so goddamn much singing from david morianis like they could have cut that in half (laughs)
0: yeah that seriously was just some filler right there i don't even think they remotely needed to have
1: caritas in it at all
0: they they certainly didn't need to but you can tell that they want to make lorne a recurring and possibly full-time character yeah which is great but it was still a little shoehorned i'm over it i'm really happy that we finally relieved the pressure of what was exhausting Angel so yeah. much. I was getting real tired of that. It was
1: exhausting. Yeah. Um. They're really struggling with finding a balance of drawing things out for, for dramatic purposes, mm-hmm. but dragging things out. You know what I think would have made better filler for this episode...
0: I would have liked to have seen some more old-timey time. In what specific ways did he torture Drusilla? Yeah. How did he drive her crazy? What atrocities did he commit against her family? You know what
1: I would have liked? Hmm. I would have really liked if they tied in how Darla has been torturing Angel with how Angelus tortured Drusilla. And have them mirror each other in some way, shape, or form. Ooh,
0: that would have tied it in because there really felt like no real connection between Old Timey Time and the main plot line here. My best guess
1: as to why they had this was, A, they wanted to bring in Drusilla because she's going to come back at some point. But also they wanted to be like, hey, guys, look how evil Angel is. You probably don't remember that. Except we do yeah yeah and
0: like the only like i enjoyed the old timey timey scenes i always oh, do yeah. they just keep getting better but i wanted more of that they it was teasing us and they just didn't give us the amount of substance that
1: i felt like they could have right this this episode weirdly had a lot of substance but a lacking of substance it didn't have the right substance They're trying to make this into a big cat and mouse game Mm -hmm. without feeling like it. It's hard to say exactly why it didn't work, but it wasn't quite working. I get what they were going for. Despite that, though, I do want to say the acting from Julie Benz is just phenomenal. And the acting from David Boreanaz is just phenomenal. Like, those two have some excellent fucking chemistry, I think. Definitely. But especially the scene when they're in that fucking convent lair, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Um, And any of the moments where Angel is, like, talking to Darla about the guilt that she's gonna feel, you can look on her face and there's just a slight bit of tear in her eye. Like, you can tell that, yeah... She is kind of actually feeling a little bit of it, Just a little bit. That's an interesting take.
0: So you think she she really is going to fall out from that. And she's just trying really hard to hang on to what she knew for 150 years. I think she is. Or longer. I don't know how long she was a vampire before she met Angel. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, could have been centuries. Who knows? So, yeah, that's all that she knows at this point is being evil... But now that she has a soul, she
1: scarcely remembers what to do with it. I think a lot of her motives are going to turn out to be her trying to maintain being evil and not fall into the guilt that she knows that she's going to end up feeling. Perhaps. Um, But yeah, anyway, it was an alright episode. At least we got a lot of fucking plot taken care of. I'm, yeah, I am really happy about them
0: at least finally tying up this whole thing with Angel being exhausted and Darla being in his dreams. I'm really upset that we finally got Kate back and they're just making her out to be a fucking idiot. Right? Can she please really? not completely ignore all evidence? It's not like she doesn't know anything about paranormal activity or yeah, vampires. Exactly.
1: She's not an idiot. What the fuck was that about? Honestly, she should have immediately been like, how the fuck did Angel get in your house?
0: She should be on their side. I'm really sick of this. Will she, won't she be friends with Angel shit.
1: Right. And like in this episode, she's just not a good cop. Or not a good investigator. She's not a good investigator at all. Yeah. And there's no reason, like, they've not established anything about her, like, being obsessive about getting Angel previously to this, yeah, like not really. There's no no foundation for her being so obsessed with getting Angel.
0: And I I like her. I really want to like her, but that's all based on old shit, and it just keeps thinning out and thinning out. And uh, I just I'm really upset with the way they're handling her character right now.
1: And we got we got a handful of I think like. A little less than half the episodes of the season have her in it. Um, yeah,
0: I, I haven't bothered to look. I'll, I'll find out the hard way. It's fine. Yeah.
1: Which, I, you know, we, talked, we actually talked about it off recording, but uh, I did find out why she left the show because she isn't in any other season beyond this season. Uh, and she left the show because she got a really good paying gig for Law & Order. Yeah. <laughs> and you know a show like Law and Order probably pays more than Angel. <laughs> she's clearly very well
0: fit for a procedural crime drama. So yeah. why not go do a real one? Yeah. And not this weird niche paranormal shit. And she's a phenomenal actor. So like she deserved Oh, abs- absolutely. The- and you know she couldn't have known that Buffy and Angel were going to be the cult hits that they are. Right. Right. Today So I think she absolutely made the right decision. Sad for us. Good for her.
1: We still get a little bit left of her, you know, in this season. So who knows? Maybe we'll get even more satisfaction out of
0: it. We've got time to to process losing her as a
1: character. Exactly. Exactly. So what's your quote of the day, Rex? There weren't a lot of, like, real strong zingers in this episode. No. But I'm going to pick the zinger that made me laugh out loud. You were like, what? And I'm like, no, I don't want to I don't want to tell you. Uh, yeah, I noticed while you were watching the episode. Um, but... And and that was, do you think my wife's cheating on me? Probably. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it was a fun. one. It was just because look, dude, you're at a fucking uh, private investigator's office. You think your wife's cheating on you. Come on. Mm-hmm. What's your quote of the day?
0: Wow, since I have so few notes on any other quotes from the episode, I guess I'm going to go with Cordy. Ah, you must be all worn out from sleeping for the last three days. It's like living with the world's oldest teenager. He can't be having a growth spurt at 248, can he? 247.
1: Yeah, come on. Jeez, Cordy, get your facts straight. Honestly, I find it kind of impressive that she's that accurate. Right? Like, I wouldn't keep track of that shit. Damn. Damn. (laughs)
0: i mean if you had a very close friendship with your boss who was a vampire maybe you would
1: but you know he doesn't celebrate his sire day like come on once you once you reach 200 you just kind of give up on celebrating that shit probably and besides who's gonna fucking like what the hell would you ever get someone who's that old nothing (laughs) I guess I'll let you know
0: when I'm 200. Yeah. We'll we'll work it out. <laughs> All right, guys. This has been another episode of ale with Angel. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. If you want to buy some of our fancy dancy merchandise, just go on over to our website at www.beerwithbuffy.com. We have a new store where we added a few new items. We've got tote bags and shit and slightly higher quality hoodies and mugs and stuff. If you want to just give us your money, you can head on over to www.patreon.com slash Beer with Buffy. By the way, our old subdomains are no longer working. You have to either use the link at www.beerwithbuffy.com or go straight to patreon.com slash Beer Same with the store. Uh, which is beerwithbuffy.com slash shop. And there's just links for everything now at beerwithbuffy.com, including all of this other shit I'm talking about, like reviewing us on iTunes, which, hey, if you're into supporting us, that's a great way to do it for free. That really is one of the best ways that you can support us. We like stars, but we like words better. Give us a five-star review and a big old shout-out. Thank you very much. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, email us at beerwithbuffy at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail at 269-743-0783. Guess what? You can also text that number, and I will probably respond post-haste. As always, big shout-out to JJ Treadway for all of our transitional music and our opening music for Ale with Angel. This has been Ale with Angel. I'm Josh, and I'm Rex. And that's Darla. Darla? 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 Darla! You are the slayer. Lives depend upon you. I make allowances for your years, but I expect a certain amount of responsibility, and instead
1: of which you enslave yourself to this this cult. You don't like the color? <laughs>
0: You have a sacred birthright. You were chosen to destroy vampires, not to wave pom-poms at people.
1: we done? Why are we watching this? (laughs)